Hello, welcome to Soul Led, a podcast dedicated to the evolution of your soul and the development of your spiritual gifts. I am Nikki Novo, your spiritual mentor, a fiery Latina, mom of three, and a lover of all things intuitive. You're here because you're meant to be here. So let's do this. Hi, everyone. Happy 2022. Hope you had a nice holiday break. Hope you had a beautiful new year in whatever way. Maybe you made it to midnight. I never make it to midnight, but you know, (laughs) Um, hope you had a great new year. And I'm excited to kick off Soul Led with, you know, a new year episode. So welcome. Let's be here together. It's just you and me. That's what Ethan, my little one, likes to say every time everybody leaves the house and it's just him and like just the two of us. He's always, he looks at me and he goes, just you and me. So same with us guys, just you and me today. No, no special guests, just a solo episode here to talk about um, my spiritual routine. Since we're probably thinking about routines and buying all the planners and the notebooks and making the manifesting boards and things like that. I just wanted to, thought it would be a good time to share what my routine looks like, um, how I stay both grounded in the earth, but also connected to spirit. And um, it's a question I get often too. I get this question of how does one straddle both the spiritual and physical worlds? A lot of the times when people are you know, starting to awaken and, you know, get into this work and maybe get introduced to some of the stuff I teach, uh, intuition and spirit guides and all that kind of stuff, the metaphysics, uh, it's really common to wonder, like, how do I go into my normal life after this? You know, it's like you take like a soul teacher class or soul expansion class and you're like, okay, that was amazing. And now I have to go into normal life. So really trying to figure out how we can exist in both. And the answer I find to that is it's all about living a soul-led life. You know, that's why the podcast is named Soul-Led because, um, you know, I don't think there needs to be a feeling of straddling both worlds. Now, like, you know, am I grounded and very human? Of course, I, I thank my family and my kids for that. That really just keep me on the ground and I allow my, and I have all sorts of human experiences. Um, I think also many times the healing that I go through keeps me very human, reminding me that, you know, I'm in this human body and I have these human programmings and all these things. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see it very different than my spiritual self. Uh, at this point, I feel very much intertwined and aligned. It definitely wasn't always like that. Um, but Eventually, I think that's the goal. Like, you know, if you guys could think about how, you know, not feel like you need to have like your girlfriends that talk about the metaphysical stuff and then like have to jump into your work. Like the the goal really is to make your whole life a life that is in alignment with your soul, you know, a soul led life. So that's my first, I have like three little tips when it comes to, you know, kind of that feeling of having to straddle both worlds. And the first one is, you know, arrange your life to be as soul-led as possible. That does not happen overnight. I feel like I've been trying to arrange my life to be soul-led for like, um, gosh, for like, I mean, for sure for 10 years. But even before I met Benny, I was really, I just had a different understanding of it. I was like trying to find my purpose. 
And then later I, you know, got to this place where I was like, oh, I just want to live in alignment. And it takes a lot of um, rearranging, uh, letting go of stuff, uh, changing things around, all that kind of stuff. But then ultimately one day, it's kind of like when you're like redecorating a room or something, you know, sometimes it'll take a few tries. Like you put one piece of furniture, you like put some pillows and you're like, oh, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And then finally, like you land. That's definitely what I feel like it is in that process of arranging your life to be soul led. So it's a combination of releasing the people and the things that don't serve you, bringing in the stuff that the people and the things that do serve you, right? So finding um, people that are in alignment with you, um, you know, living living your life in a way that feels correct for you. And then also just being true to yourself, you know, like really just being honest about what makes you happy, what doesn't. Uh, I know this is, <laughs> this is all like basic stuff, but that's really, I mean, it's that simple and that complicated, right? Because when you're living a life that you just made by default, like based on like programming and just things that you thought you had to have, and then you realize like none of this is making me happy, it is overwhelming to kind of, you know, clean out that closet, rearrange that room and bring in all new furniture. And it takes time also, you know, to right? like when you're designing that room, it's almost like, okay, like, I'm waiting for that couch that I really want, or I don't have the money to buy that table that I want, but I know maybe in six months I will. And that's kind of what it's like when you start, you know, redecorating this life, uh, rearranging this life. So it's, it, it does take time. It doesn't happen overnight, but that is the intention. So you're, so what I would say for me, it was like, at some point I started to make the intention, like I want to be in alignment. I want to live in a way, like I started to understand that, my soul like knew best. Uh, it was the part of me that, you know, it's my highest self. It's the part of me that is a piece of spirit of God, you know, whatever you want to call it. And I, at some point trusted that it knew best. So I started to let that part of me talk a lot more and make those decisions for me a lot more. So that was like what I was consulting. I was consulting with the higher self, um, and really trying to reach that, um, to get to a place where like life felt in alignment. So that's my first little tip for straddling both the spiritual and physical world. Next thing, of course, was honoring my intuition. This is not always the easy part, but honoring intuition, it's like kind of like if living a soul-led life is the goal, you know, it's that that's like the the thing we're trying to reach. To me, honoring my intuition is like the to-do list. So my intuition typically gives me a to-do list. <laughs> you know, it's giving me like the task. Um, it doesn't tell me exactly where I'm going or what, you know, what's going to come of all these things, but it's telling me like what's next. So it's like, hey, you know, you can't do this anymore. Like this is not working out for you anymore. You got to move on to the next thing. And um, we get into it, you know, intuitive hits all the time, but we don't always listen. <laughs> and... Um, at some point it becomes a muscle and you're, you you get used to trusting it because you realize that like it pays you well, you know, every time you follow it and you're like, oh yeah, like life is so much better. Like even though that was hard, sometimes intuition is telling you to do something that's hard, but then it pays off in the long run. So doing something hard for me when Benny was, uh, you know, when I was seeing his addictions and it was hard and I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. 
you know, my intuition was like telling me to do something hard. It was telling me to say like, Hey, you've got to tell him that either he gets clean or he leaves. Like that's kind of it. And you're going to be okay if you're going to be by yourself. And so that was a hard thing that my intuition was telling me. But as I followed it, it like, you know, it paid off for me. Right. So, um, sometimes intuition's telling us hard things, but you get better at following it because you trust it. Cause you know that it like loves you and that it's going to give back to you. So honoring your intuition is definitely this thing that's going to bring your two worlds together because no longer are you making decisions like on your day to day from like this, what I should, or like maybe a logical place or your programming or anything. Everything is very heart centered. Everything ends up being very much like, what is for my highest and greatest good? What is for the highest and greatest good of the collective? Like coming from that place makes everything spiritual from deciding to, you know, purchase, you know, yesterday I was on the hunt for an eco-friendly notebook. You know, I was like, um, and you know, that's just something that my, my heart is, you know, telling me to do consume less, like, uh, you know, find things that are sustainable, like, you know, be careful from where you're buying from that kind of stuff. Right. So, um, even purchasing a damn notebook, like becomes, um, a spiritual choice. And I don't feel disconnected from my soul because my soul, which is, you know, my intuition, which is the voice of my soul is dictating me how to choose in this human life. And then number three, I would say is I make time for both my spiritual connection and my human presence. So what I mean by that is like, which I'm going to go into my spiritual routine, or I'm just going to go into my daily routine really with you guys. And in my daily routine, you will see that there is a lot of time for my spiritual connection, you know, so whether that's, you know, meditating or walking in the woods or, you know, journaling, whatever that may be, like there's a lot of investment into that time. And then once I get like an understanding or clarity or, you know, whatever it is that I need from that spiritual time, then it allows me to, to be present with say one of the kids playing Play-Doh because I no longer am like trying to figure something out in my head while I'm talking to them. Like I made time in the morning for an hour to get clear on myself. So I don't need to feel distracted when I'm having to be present, when I have to be with my kids or with my team. Like I don't, I don't have to take that. I don't have to take time away from that from that those very human experiences um to figure out what is happening you know spiritually because um the the, like I had I made time for the spiritual to be figured out if that makes sense so there is both time to be spiritually connected and have like those you know moments and then there is time to be present and be human so I don't um again there's not a feeling of like lacking in either of them because of the time dedicated to both of them. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. And I guess like that question comes from, you know, that straddling of both worlds, like kind of like, Oh, I believe in, I don't know, maybe you're, you're studying that like 
manifestation, anything come to you, but then you also have like a bill that, you know, is annoying and it keeps showing up and you have to pay it. And, or, you know, you really want to do this beautiful work in the world, but you have to pay your bills. So you have to keep this job. So it's kind of like, um, being, you know, being stuck in the middle. And that's where I would say that, um, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, like we have to humble into understanding that our choices until now have made our reality. So just because we decided to have an awakening and we decided to see the world differently doesn't mean that and doesn't mean that like we don't have to pay the karma for all the choices that we were making in the past and the way that we were seeing like life in the past. So we just can't expect it to be so instant because we are our present is actually is kind of our past in a way like what I'm living today is a manifestation of whatever I was dreaming or thinking of or working towards in the past so we kind of like live like our present is actually like a product of the past so to to one day have like this awareness of like oh like you know I don't I hate this job but I I really want to do like this kind of work blah 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 um and want it instantly, uh, this doesn't work that way because um, that present awareness that you're having is actually what's going to start to make your future. And you just kind of, you know, like you'll live into it, but you can't forget that what you have today is because of all the choices and all the things you were thinking in the past. And um, we have to, I don't know what the right word is. Like, I don't want to be like an asshole about it, but it's like, we have to humble into that understanding. So, you know, now if you've decided to live more of a soul led life, you're going to get there and it's worth it and it's going to be beautiful. But if it's a new awareness that just came, you know, from a few months ago, a year ago or something, it's going to take time because you're, you're, you have to deconstruct all the past that is now showing up in your, in your present. And you're present, you're going to start to think things differently, act differently, so that you can create a new future, which is ultimately going to be your present soon. So just be okay with that, you know, time in between, make the best soul choices that you can make in those moments. Um, you know, sometimes some of the soul choices are like to sit in the thing that you've you've created to experience that. And that's like the best that we can do, but always trying to work closer and closer with like where we know our soul is meant to be okay so let's talk about spiritual or routines really um i am i know sometimes it's like you're either routined or not um i'm a mix it's like i have combination skin i have combination routine ideas (laughs) um i'm pretty uh pretty um ritualized because i have young children and I run a company. So there's just like certain things that I have to, um, flow with every day that makes sense for me. And also I'm like kind of, a like a spiritual athlete almost. I feel like sometimes where I, um, I use a lot of energy because of the readings and like the work that I do. So there's just certain ways that I need to like take care of myself in order to be able to perform the way that I perform. So I, I do have some routines, Um, but they're definitely fluid and they change. Um, I'm always like, 
I don't know. They just they just flow into new routines without me even knowing. So I'll kind of share with what I have going on recently, and I'd love to hear your routines too. So, so here's what a normal day looks like. So I wake up in the morning, <laughs> usually around the same time. So it's somewhere between like six thirty and seven ten or so. Um, the kids have to go to school and but thankfully like we're pretty close to school and they so they don't you know we don't have to wake up too too early we've definitely I mean I remember in Miami we had to wake up earlier than that and that was rough it's just hard to wake up the kids that early I just feel so bad for them so um we wake up and now that we live here in North Carolina Benny actually takes the kids to school which is like a game changer for me because I have been taking kids to school for 10 years so um, when you are the one in charge of like waking up and like going to an office or going to drop off the kids it's rough you know because it's like that morning time it's really cut short so I'm really grateful that that is not on my plate anymore but I wake up in the morning and I have to get the kids ready so get them dressed um, feed them breakfast, make sure they have their book bags, everything that they need, you know, brushed hair, brushed teeth, brushed teeth, all that kind of stuff. Um, send them out the door with Benny and, and he loves it. And it's so funny. That's so funny. That's a funny thing. Like, um, speaking of making like soul led choices, like, uh, you know, there was a couple of years ago where Benny and I were just like, okay, both of us felt like we were, doing things that weren't in alignment with us. And one of them you've probably heard me talk about is that Benny was just like working so much and, you know, he just felt like all his all his worth was in providing and um, he was like super exhausted and drained and sad about it and all that stuff. And he was really missing out on the kids stuff. And I was like so over driving kids everywhere and I was like, I did not want to do that anymore. Um, and it's just so funny, like we switched the way we do things and he loves like taking the kids to school. He loves picking them up, take it's like his the happiest part of his day. And I I don't you know, I, I just I don't know, that's not my quality time place. And I maybe it's because I've done it enough. I don't feel or maybe it's because like I spend so much time with them. I don't feel like I need that car ride time. And Benny just like loves it. So talk about like following your bliss, man. You know, just like following the things that you love. You'd be surprised like how everybody's happier and he loves it. So I he does drop off and I, I, I try to do pickup, but I don't make pickup every single time. So sometimes Benny does it. So he drops off the kids. I stay home. First thing I do is like I rearrange, I like pick up the house because these kids are monsters and every day the house is a disaster. So just I go from room to room or, you know, making beds and cleaning up dirty socks and shit boys are so gross and um the pillows I mean I mean it's like they like wreck our house every day I don't know how Benny Benny always jokes that he's like you know when they get older and they have a house we're gonna show up to their house and we're gonna turn everything upside down I'm like oh my god so you're gonna be like a like a 55 year old man trying to trash your your kid's uh first home is that is that the plan (laughs) so anyways pick up the house um and this new thing that I've been doing is I go straight to a, um, I make warm, I warm up some water with lemon. And that is a little trick for my friend Jordan from the Balanced Blonde. Um, I'm just kind of like clearing out my system a little bit. And that felt like an appropriate way to like get my body going. So I'm doing water, uh, warm water with lemon. I love how it just feels in my body. And then I go and I sit with my dream journal, which is a new thing too, the soul teacher group that I just graduated, soul teacher number five, no, four, gosh, okay, my dragons, 
uh, they gave me a dream journal as a graduation gift and amongst many other beautiful things. Um, and man, it was like the journal I never thought I needed. So that's been, cause I've been having a lot of, I've always had a lot of dreams, but, um, I'm definitely doing a lot of healing in my dreams right now. So, um, drinking that warm water with lemon and writing, kind of going back into my dreams. I do make like a mental note while I'm dreaming to like remember them. So I've, I've been remembering them. Like I don't have to, I don't have to wake up and write them right away. Like it's okay if I have a couple hours in between. So I um, sit with the, the lemon water and write out the dreams, which have been so healing because it's really my subconscious has been like showing me things. I'm getting a lot of like messages. Um, so I've been working through that. So that's like a little, and it takes me, you know, five minutes. It's really not a long process. The dream journal is really nice because it kind of breaks, it like prompts you to ask you questions and I just follow the prompts. So I've been doing that. And then I move into uh, my movement routine. So I, uh, and I don't eat until like after movement. Um, That was just something my Pilates instructor taught me a long time ago. She was just like, you know, give your body, um, you know, like give it some cardio. It's just like to burn the fat and just kind of like not shove food into my mouth right away or coffee or anything like that. So I do movement. It's been hiking recently because it's so beautiful here. And of course I have this beautiful place to hiking. It is getting freaking cold. So, um, and it's okay to hike like midday here. Like it's totally warm enough to do so. But since I'm trying to hike at like, you know, seven 30 in the morning, it's, it's like still cold. So if it's, if I'm feeling it, I'll hike if the sun is out. And then if not, I'm usually doing Peloton, the class, or um, just like a yoga, my own little yoga class. So some sort of movement. And then um, in the movement is like kind of my, it's like my healing session or my therapy session. So um, if I'm on the bike, I actually like, just close my eyes, listen to the music or the instructor. And I, I really work through a lot there. Like it's interesting what comes up in my body. Like I allow like any emotions that are stuck to come through. I'm a big, um, advocate for body work, you know, and, um, and after a while you like learn to do it yourself. So I just like let, I'm like, Oh, okay. Or if I feel like I have a shoulder, you know, shoulder pain or, you know, I can feel something bubbling up in my heart or my stomach. Like I really try to focus into that feeling and while I'm moving my body and like in a, you know, in a kind of a fast way, I let those emotions come through and I work them out. Like I understand them. I release them. I cry on that Peloton bike so much, um, or when I'm stretching or whatever it is. So I let, I, it's really like my time to, um, work through some stuff, but also like release energy. Cause I absorb so much energy from the work that I do. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm so sensitive. So I'm constantly like letting my body and my, my inner child work through things. So it's like kind of like my therapy session when I'm moving the body. Uh, same thing when I'm hiking and when I'm hiking, I work through stuff. I listen to music and I move my body. I do a lot of dancing. Um, it's also just kind of the way that I shift my energy into more of, um, like who I want to be, you know, like I I know who I want to show up as, you know, I want to be in queen energy. I want to be my highest self energy, Um, and that doesn't happen every day, just out of random, I move my body into that. If I'm, you know, maybe working on money goals or, um, manifesting anything, this is also the time 
like, so this is very, this is a very sacred time for me. Um, so this is also the time that I'm like, okay, like feel into that, visualize it. Like, what does it feel like? It depends what I'm working on, but I usually either I'm like releasing stuff, but I'm also trying to move into what I'm trying to embody. Um, so it's very important time for me. It's kind of a non-negotiable. I mean, I feel it's hard for me to go into work without moving my body. It happens sometimes as I have to, but it's, it's like not an easy day for me when I have to like go and do like life without moving my body. I find it to be very important. I move my body, I stretch, and then I make my protein shake. I drink, um, kachava, kachava, kachava. Yes. Um, it's, I love it. It's yummy. I get the vanilla one. Um, I throw a banana in there and a little bit of almond milk and then water kind of move it together. Um, my sister-in-law put me onto that. It's like a subscription shake. I can put it in the show notes, I think. And, um, it has everything like you would want. It's plant-based. I need protein cause I don't need, I don't need, I do eat some meat, but not a lot. So it's just, it's good to know that I'm getting like all my stuff in there. And I am also like, I just, I don't have the time, not that I don't have the time, but it's like, you get tired of making every single meal, you know, and then you're making meals for all these humans too. So if I don't have to make a meal for myself and breakfast, it's nice. I just blend it up. Sometimes I get lucky and Benny is making, um, a juice, um, like a veggie juice and he'll share that with me, which is really nice, but that's not every day. So shower, clean my energy, get dressed, and then I go to work. So, um, I don't do readings every day, but if I am, if it's a reading day, I have a 10 o'clock session and that, you know, I'm super grateful for the work that I do because it keeps me so accountable. You know, it's like, I'm constantly in people's souls and I'm thinking about the souls, you know, all the time. So my work keeps me very much in a spiritual space. I, I can't help but see everybody as souls and higher picture stuff and have like, greater awarenesses because of the work that I do. Um, so yeah, do that reading. Maybe I ha- have to teach if that's like what's happening. Um, but really just running the company, you know, working with my team, coming up with like new ideas, uh, like making sure everybody's like, um, doing well in, in the company, the students, all that kind of stuff. So I work, I try to end my day by, um, three It has, it wasn't happening these last few months. So I'm really setting that intention for for this year in 2022 that I end at 3.30 so that I can pick up the kids. Um, Benny says that he's like, you don't really have to pick up the kids. He says that like the most important thing is that when the kids come home from school, that they see me, like they freak out. Like if they come home from school after a long day and like mom is not around, like they're not happy. So we're trying to come to that, like, you know, that space that either I'm picking them up or at least I'm like out of my office, the little she shed that Benny made for me. And I'm in the house like to be there with them, to feed them, to help them get baths and homework, all that stuff. So, you know, the good thing is that by, by the time that I have to do that stuff, which isn't my favorite, I'm not going to lie, you guys. Um, but I've, I've dedicated so much of the day to my own spiritual practice, my goals and my ambitions, which is my work that by the time I reach them at, you know, four o'clock, I'm so happy to be with them. I have no, it's so much easier for me to be present than, um, than before. Like when I was like spending majority time with them, not able to do as much as my work, or I didn't have any of like the morning time or anything like that it was hard. It was hard to to when I was with them to be present with them like it was there was almost not a resentment because I never wanted to give them that energy but um 
it's just, it's hard to be present when there is no time for your connection um, or the things that you want or the things that you're trying to move forward in life. But because I have arranged my time to be like that, um, I can be more present with the kids. So usually from four on, it's like kid stuff, my husband, dinner, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Benny and I, I used to be the only one cooking, um, but he started cooking, which is really nice. Um, it's, it's a good and a bad thing because he's not super health conscious. Um, and then I just kind of eat whatever he makes, but he makes like a mean pizza, you guys. He makes like his own pizza from scratch, which is delicious. Um, but whatever, it's it's a help. So um, there's either three ways that we eat. Either I'm cooking, he's cooking, or leftovers. Um, we don't eat out. This town is super small. And if you're like hungry after five o'clock, like good luck for real. I mean, I've shared this before, but like my deepest fear is like driving around town here, having no food in the car and like starving and having to like stop at like a Bojangles or something. I didn't even know what a Bojangle was until I got here. So I'm always like trying to make sure that we have food. We do a lot of grocery runs over here. Um, so yeah, so, you know, some sort of, some sort of cooking, uh, we kind of feed the kids, you know, they're just so hungry and we have different schedules here cause Allie's older and she usually, um, has cheer and that kind of stuff. So we, we don't really get to eat as a family every night. We kind of, and the kids are like, since we have the little boys, like they need to eat earlier, that kind of stuff. Um, so we figure out how to eat all of us around each other at some point. And then, yeah, then it's like kind of like downtime. Um, I don't feel like I can rest until the kids are asleep. So my mission is like getting everybody comfortable to go to sleep. And then I kind of hit my second routine after that. So stop eating around seven, which hasn't been always easy because I had like this part of my soothing technique for a long time were these chocolate chip cookies from my supermarket Publix. Uh, if for all of you guys in the South, have you, if you've ever want a good public, a, a good chocolate chip cookie, Publix bakery, chocolate chip cookies. And, um, you know, it was like, it was like an addiction. Like I just, I, I could down like four or five of those cookies in like one's, you know, sitting. And it was really like my way to decompress. So I've been, I've been working with Amy Nutter, who's also a soul teacher grad to kind of rework the way I mother myself. Um, and like, I, I really have found these, I've had these awarenesses about how I've been soothing myself and like my inner child. And, um, I'm really trying to give myself other techniques. So instead of the cookie to wind down, um, I, you know, I'm trying to stop eating at seven is kind of what I'm trying to do. And I'm just, and it's so funny. You get hungry, like after seven and there's, there's like this fear that kicks in like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be hungry while I'm sleeping and all this shit. And, um, then like you, you realize like, we're not going to die of starvation. Like I will, I mean, it's going to be a long time of no eating before I get to the point where I'm going to, you know, move into starvation mode. It's so funny. We're just so obsessed with eating so often. Um, and that's something that like, I've been trying to rework my brain. If my brain gets into this panic, like, oh my gosh, it's nine o'clock and I'm hungry. I just try to remind myself, I'm like, you're going to be okay. <laughs> like, you're going to be okay. You've eaten enough. You got, you got that good Cuban ass. Like if you get hungry, you can eat on, happily eat on that fat on my butt and my thighs. Like 
don't worry about it. Um, so that's been a funny thing. And then instead of the cookies, I do a little bit of dark chocolate um, if need be. I usually do the dark chocolate a little earlier. And then I've been doing tea. Like, a, like it's funny being in the cold weather, I am looking to soothe myself a lot because I'm like, a, you know, I'm a summer baby. I was, um, my, my blood is from the Caribbean. So the cold is really kind of tricky for me. So the, the tea is like where it's at. It's so funny. I just like, I want something warm, of course. So that's been very helpful at night. And then if my brain is too busy, I'll definitely journal just to kind of get things out. And, um, lately I've just been like putting, um, Benny, the, the tricky thing, Benny and I, um, wind down differently. Unfortunately, he likes to watch TV and I, I don't. Um, so that's a little tricky. So, but we've worked around it. Um, he watches TV like really low and then I put my AirPods in and I listen to meditation music and I just kind of put like lavender over my eye and I start like letting myself calm down. Like I, um, I'm not like, like I think before I would watch whatever, watch whatever Benny was watching, close my eyes and go to sleep. And it just felt like so abrupt, you know? So I'm trying to do a bit of a, of a wind down situation. Um, and it's been great. I do the tea, I listen to the music or I'm just reading a book, um, which is most nights. Um, I don't get, I don't get through too much cause I get sleepy with the book and then fall asleep. And then I'm really setting the intention that like my dreams may they, um, bring me healing. And, and because I have the journal the next day, it's nice to know that I'm like not afraid of my dreams anymore. My dreams are so crazy before and I didn't know what to do with them. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not going to get good sleep or I'm dreaming so much. I'm not sleeping enough or whatever, but actually the dream journal, you guys, it's like really helped me because I'm not like afraid of what's going to happen at night anymore. Like I'm not afraid that it's going to keep me up. Um, and of course, like the go-getter in me is like happy that I'm being very efficient and doing something while I sleep, working things out while I sleep. And then the next morning I have a place to put it. So like the name of the game for me is really like all that energy that I have in me is like using it and like using it in the right way, you know, um, putting it in the right places, like hacking myself even being like why are you eating this or why you know like soothing myself in those ways so it's been nice that's my my current routine and you know not every day is perfect and you know work gets in the way sometimes or you know whatever it may be or or the kids somebody's homesick or something like that but you know it to me it's like it's the majority of time I'm doing the routine and I'm feeling good then that's all that matters to me I don't get obsessed over it and you guys, some of you might be listening and being like, man, sweet life this one has. Um, and yeah, I agree. I do have a sweet life, but, um, I had a lot of intentions about like living this way and I made some sacrifices to live this way too. You know, um, the sacrifice of, I don't know, not having a paycheck maybe like of, of maybe not having the security that one could have if they had a nine to five, um, you know, moving a city that, that I loved where all my friends were, was like a sacrifice, um, kind of <laughs> not really cause I wanted to, but you know, I don't have, um, yeah, it's, it's easier to live here and I have like all the nature and stuff like that, but there's a lot of things that I had to say no to, to get to this setup and to this schedule. So what I would say for you, if like you are not able to make your schedule completely in alignment with you, start small and don't give up on getting that schedule to where you 
would love for it to be and and um and if you do have more control of your schedule like don't take that for granted um you know like work the schedule in a way that really makes you feel alive and only do like just do just do it the way um like you're your own boss you know what I mean like just do it in a way that that works for you and don't be afraid to like ask people to take things off of your your routine or your schedule you'd be surprised like kind of this Benny situation like I never thought I would be able to let go of dropping off the kids at school like forever I was just like that's just my job forever you know like I'm not gonna fight that I have I gave you know I have three kids and I I want to be their mom so it's just part of the job um but you know when we discussed it he was like no I want to do that I'm happy to do that so you'd be surprised too like if there's anything in your schedule that you have to do right now there might be somebody around you who would rather do it and it could make like a huge difference in your life so don't be afraid to ask for those things um and and just little by little you hammer at that routine so that it gets to a place that really is in alignment with you so don't get overwhelmed don't feel like you have to make that routine perfect today but but also don't say like well fuck it my 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 life is you know never going to be up to me completely so forget it no like even if there's just one little like even if you can get your morning down or your evening down you know like it's going to make this huge difference and it's what's you know it is the definition of being soul led you know like you're living in a way that feels true to you and everybody else around you ends up um kind of falling into place so yeah wishing you a beautiful 2022 um we also did the predictions if you i did that on youtube if you want to check that out my 2022 predictions on my youtube channel and we have an episode coming out with chelsea where we talk about those predictions which is super fun I don't know if we're going to run it before or after this episode, so I'm just kind of putting it out there. Um, But yes, good luck on your routine. I love you so much. Um, Do you. (laughs) Do what makes you happy. Uh, Don't feel like, I don't know, there's no right or wrong way. Don't try to be perfect. Uh, Watch your, you know, the balance between your masculine and your feminine. Just, Just do you. Um, Do what's in your heart. Follow that intuition. Listen to what your intuition is is telling you you need and just go with that and really start to promise yourself that you're going to design your life the way you want it to be in an ideal way and little by little it will get there all right i love you much have a beautiful week and i'll see you next week thank you so much for listening i love you guys so much If you love what you're hearing, would you mind leaving a review or sharing with a friend? That little review does so much. It's so damn helpful. You don't even know. So thank you for that. And if you're ready to unlock your spiritual gifts, enroll in my three-level program, Soul Academy, or join my free community, Soul Collective. I'd love to have you there. The links to join are below in this episode. Until next time, love you much.